Good morning. Today is Thursday, the 21st of March. This is the second week in Lent. I am your regular person, Jacob, and this is the daily office. Morning prayer, right to, as read from the Episcopal Book of Prayer. Our readings this morning are Psalms 70 and 71, Jeremiah 4, 9 through 10, and 19 through 28, Romans 2, 12 through 24, and John 5, 19 through 29. We begin on page 76 of the Book of Common Prayer. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness, because we have rebelled against him and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God by following his laws which he set before us. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. Be pleased, O God, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those be put to shame and confusion who seek my life. 
Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who desire to hurt me. Let those who say, aha, aha, turn back because of their shame. Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say evermore, God is great, but I am poor and needy. Hasten to me, God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from my birth. It was you who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have been like a portent to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength is spent. For my enemies speak concerning me, and those who watch for my life consult together. They say, pursue and seize that person whom God has forsaken, for there is no one to deliver. O God, do not be far from me. O my God, make haste to help me. Let my accusers be put to shame and consumed. Let those who seek to hurt me be covered with scorn and disgrace. But I will hope continually, and I will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts and of your deeds of salvation all day long, although their number is past my knowledge. I will come praising the mighty deeds of the Lord God. I will praise your righteousness, yours alone. O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to all the generations to come. Your power and your righteousness, O God, reach the high heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. From the depths of the earth, you will bring me up again. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. I will also praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing praises to you with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, my soul also which you have rescued. All day long my tongue will talk of your righteous help, for those who tried to do me harm have been put to shame and disgraced. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 4, verses 9 through 10 and 19 through 28. On that day, says the Lord, courage shall fail the king and the officials. The priests shall be appalled and the prophets astounded. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, how utterly you have deceived this people in Jerusalem, saying, It shall be well with you. 
even while the sword is at the throat. My anguish, my anguish, I writhe in pain. Oh, the walls of my heart. My heart is beating wildly. I cannot keep silent, for I hear the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. Disaster overtakes disaster. The whole land is laid waste. Suddenly my tents are destroyed, my curtains in a moment. How long must I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? For my people are foolish. They do not know me. They are stupid children. They have no understanding. They are skilled in doing evil, but do not know how to do good. I looked on the earth, and lo, it was waste and void, and to the heavens, and they had no light. I looked on the mountains, and lo, they were quaking, and all the hills moved to and fro. I looked, and lo, there was no one at all, and all the birds of the air had fled. I looked, and lo, the fruitful land was a desert and all its cities were laid in ruins before the Lord, before his fierce anger. For thus says the Lord, the whole land shall be a desolation, yet I will not make a full end. Because, because of this, the earth shall mourn, and the heavens above grow black. For I have spoken, I have purposed, I have not relented, nor will I turn back. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 8, found on page 85. I will sing to the Lord, for he is lofty and uplifted. The horse and its rider has he hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my refuge. The Lord has become my savior. This is my God, and I will praise him. The God of my people, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a mighty warrior. Yahweh is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army has he hurled into the sea. The finest of those who bear armor have been drowned in the Red Sea. The fathomless deep has overwhelmed them. They sank into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in might. Your right hand, O Lord, has overthrown the enemy. Who can be compared with you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in renown, and worker of wonders? You stretched forth your right hand. The earth swallowed them up. With your constant love, you led the people you redeemed. With your might, you brought them in safety to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them on the mount of your possession, the resting place you have made for yourself, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hand has established. The Lord shall reign forever and forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Romans, chapter 2, verses 12 through 24. All who have sinned apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous in God's sight, but the doers of the law who will be justified. 
when Gentiles who do not possess the law do instinctively what the law requires, these, though not having the law, are a law to themselves. They show that what the law requires is written on their hearts, to which their own conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts will accuse or perhaps excuse them. On the day when, according to my gospel, God, through Jesus Christ, will judge the secret thoughts of all. But if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast of your relation to God and know his will and determine what is best because you are instructed in the law, and if you are sure that you are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, a corrector of the foolish, a teacher of children, having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then that teach others, will you not teach yourself? While you preach against stealing, do you steal? You that forbid adultery, do you commit adultery? You that abhor idols, do you rob temples? You that boast in the law, do you not dishonor God by breaking the law? For as it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 19. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John five nineteen through 29 Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. The Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing, and he will show him greater works than these, so that you will be astonished. Indeed, just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whomever he wishes. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Very truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment, but is passed from death to life. Very truly I tell you, the hour is coming and is now here, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not be astonished at this, For the hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and will come out. 
those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We continue with the Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word, Jesus Christ, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Now is our time for personal prayers, and when I usually share some thoughts on the readings, so you can pause, well, you can pause me whenever you like, <laughs> but I am going to 
share some thoughts that I have on our readings today, and then I will offer up some intercessory prayers on behalf of some specific folks whose names I will keep to myself for their privacy, and on behalf of some greater community groups within our world that have touched my life recently. So um, our Psalms, to me, what struck me in Psalm 71 especially was that the psalmist speaks to what God is going to do for the psalmist again and again. He will revive the psalmist again. You will bring me up again. You will comfort me once again. And this to me speaks about how our relationship with God is, is ongoing. It's very much a gerund, right? It's, it's an ing suffix. Because it is continually that we are falling and God is rescuing. And it, it's beautiful. He, God never tires of it. I, I get frustrated with my son sometimes, I know hard for you to believe because I'm such a completely placid and more than even-tempered person. But I do get frustrated with, with my son, and particularly one of the things that's frustrating is when we have repetitive learning moments, i.e., I've told you and told you and told you and told you. God never tires of telling and telling and telling and rescuing and rescuing and rescuing and showing and showing and showing and praise his almighty name for that we, may we never cease turning back to him amen our old testament reading i found this very interesting it's always interesting to me too when we read one portion and then we kind of skip ahead and we read the next portion so what's really interesting to me about this, and some of it is from my commentary from the new Oxford Annotated Bible. So Jeremiah is what the commentary calls a true prophet because he is both the voice of God to the people, so God speaks through him, and he is also an intercessor with God for the people. And he, so he starts out here, he is really um, blaming God, and he, he's even being a little snarky and sarcastic how utterly you, God, have deceived this people, saying all is well with you, or it shall be well with you, even while the sword is at the throat. Even while the sword is at the throat. And he's like, man, God, you said it was, you told the people it was going to be okay, and now it's not. It's really not. And what was interesting to me about this is how we put everything on God, right? We blame God for the bad things that happen in, in our lives. for the cancer and for the deaths and for the abuse and for everything horrific. We put it all on God. And yet we have such a hard time relinquishing to God. It, it, you know, we're shoving it onto God and at the same time we're clinging to it ourselves. I, I myself with some of my gerundific <laughs> again, falling again and again, really hang on to it really I mean it, it you know 
a professional mentor of mine even called me out on it for the other day that I continue to beat myself up for mistakes that I made two years ago. Um, and he didn't even know the half of it. There are mistakes I made 10 years ago that I still beat myself up for. So how much better would it be if we could swap those things out? And the things that we beat ourselves up for, we give to God. And the trouble in the world. We take action to alleviate. God, give us the courage to do it. Give us the grace to forgive ourselves and others and hand our sins, our communal sins, both done for or both done by and against us, up to you. Let that be what we put on you. Let us relinquish both blame and also vengeance, all the guilt, all the shame. Let us give it to you, God. And let us take for ourselves responsibility to take action on behalf of those who are hurting and wounded, and even those who are the hurters and the wounders, because that all stems from a place of unhealedness, Lord. Let us be instruments of your healing in this world for others and for ourselves. By the name, power, and courage of Jesus Christ, amen. Our New Testament reading let's remember here that it doesn't call on us to judge anyone whether it is apart from the law or by the law and by the law here of course it's meant um, scriptural law right We're not talking about human laws, although God willing, they will someday align. But um, to get back on point, judgment is not for us. We will be judged, but not by each other, by God. And I think the point here, or one of the points that speaks to me at least, is that that measuring stick is not going to be our interpretation. It is going to be, it's going to be Jesus' pure truth. He will know through, through, he will know us through and through to our hearts. It's not going to be about whether or not we can argue that we kept the letter of the law. It's not going to be about whether we even fully understood the law. That's part of the point here. It's going to be about whether we lived our lives to the best of our inept human ability in, by, for Christ's love. There is no hiding 
there is no obfuscating, but neither is there any need to explain or justify. We don't need to prepare our defense. We only need to lay ourselves open before Christ. And I believe that if we do that now, here on this earth, we will achieve that much more closeness between now and the time that we are with Christ. May God give us strength to do it, to walk boldly and courageously into our own failings and successes, every end of the spectrum of life according to Christ, and allow him cooperate with Christ to achieve even more, the highest achievement of all, being living as completely as is humanly possible in Christ's love. I desire this with my deepest heart, O oh God, for all of us. Amen. Our gospel reading echoes some of the thoughts that we were just discussing about Christ being the only judge. And also that when we honor God in any form, whether of the Trinity or other appearances, because there is God in everything, there is God in creation as well, right? We are honoring all of God. I don't think that can be too important or given too much importance in this time and place. I believe that hell, that condemnation as it's described in our gospel reading, that the worst and most terrible that could befall any of us is to be separated from God. That to me is what the outer darkness is. And so living our lives so that when the day of judgment and the time of resurrection come, we are drawn closer to Christ, that there is nothing between us and Christ or as little as possible. We've cleared out all that we can of the spiritual gunk so that we can just draw right up to Christ. That, I believe, is the goal. That is the heaven that we're looking for, complete community with Christ. And to that end, let Christ and Christ alone be the judge of us and be the judge of others. Let's not get in our own way and literally, heaven forbid, let's not get in the way of others. Let us be conduits of healing. Let the healing flow through us. Let us be bridge builders that we span the gap between here and Christ. 
that we lead others to God, that all of our actions and our energy are focused on Christ, necessarily drawing us closer to him. All this I pray in the holy name of Jesus Christ, by his blood, always and forever. Amen. I lift up the special prayers right now for those suffering either themselves or because it affects someone dear to them from sickness of any kind, especially cancer, but any sickness of body, mind, and spirit, soul, heart, and will. And I beg for your healing, Lord, that we can start helping each other to heal and grow and move closer to you and stop wounding others in our blind pain. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. Let us close out our prayer time with the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you and you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow, to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.